from nurse practitioner to subscription box owner, Pam's journey from building a business from scratch. Come join us. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Welcome back this week. I'm so excited. I have Pam Rogers here with Stella Chroma. You're going to learn about Stella Chroma and most recently her nurse practitioners subscription box. Pam, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. We are going to dig into Pam's story and it's unique and different. And that's what I love about it. And that's why I've asked Pam to join me today, because we're going to take a couple different turns on her story and her subscription box journey. And what I want you to get out of it is starting something, trying something new and just going for it, just like Pam did. So Pam, let's just start by telling them for 15 years, you've been a nurse practitioner and you still are, right? Yes. Correct. And, and just if you're listening, I'm talking to I'm talking to Pam. She's in her car. She calls this her mobile office because she's <laughs> yep. seeing patients today. So she had to run out to the car to talk to me. So tell me what life is like as a nurse practitioner. Right now it's insanity. Um and and I have to say, like, God bless all of the healthcare people. Yes. Um, from from the uh cleaning lady to the people processing dirty equipment after somebody gets intubated to first responders to direct care providers, everybody, cause it's nuts right now, y'all. Yes. And I thank God that I got out of inpatient practice. <laughs> so, um, it's a, it's a whole different ball game outpatient. Um, but everybody's kind of focused on, on the COVID thing right now. So I do see my share of those people, but I'm, I'm trying to make sure that my people that are healthy get to stay that way. Yes. And it's nuts. Well, just know that on the other side of it, people that are not in healthcare appreciate the people that have been fighting that fight for a long time right now. And I know it's been hard and exhausting. Um, yeah. So we appreciate you very, very much. Thank you very much. Let's, let's go back. We've talked about, okay, you've been a nurse practitioner for 15 years, but nine years ago, you decided to start a company that had nothing to do Mm -hmm. with nurses or nurse practitioners or doctors or healthcare. Tell us about that. So I, as a child, I was a nail biter and nothing like nursing school to make you realize that's disgusting. And I found that if I kept my nails painted, I stopped biting them. And well, then in nursing school, I moved from biting to picking um, because it's stressful and that's what I would do. So I learned that if I kept my nails painted and done, I left them alone. And then I quickly started coming up with, you know, or I need to find a gray that has this particular tone or this shimmer or this something. And I couldn't find it at Sally Beauty or in my salon or wherever I was buying nail polish. So you kind of so got, I, you kind of got obsessed with nail polish, right? Like did that, oh, it, was, yeah. it became a thing. Like yeah. you, you were going to nursing school, you're doing all the things, but you were, you were loving the nail polish, but now you were being obsessed yes. with it. And you, you were yes. very particular about what you were looking for. Right. Right. And there were things that I wanted that I couldn't find. Okay. And I was, I was reading blogs and I discovered a thing called Indie Polish, So I started researching and discovered, hey, I can make this stuff on my own. And a lot of trial and error later, um, I started doing that. And people that I work with wanted to buy it 
Okay. And so Celichroma was born. So you started a nail pol- nail polish company nine years yes. ago called Stella Chroma. Yep. Because out of it, out of a passion, out of a desire to have something that you couldn't find, you're like, I'm just going to make it like, I, that's what I'm going to yep. do. I'm going to make it. So tell yep. me the process of formulating nail polish or creating mm-hmm. a brand. Tell me about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Cause you're not in, you're not an, in an entrepreneurial space at this point. You are, no. you're going to school to be in healthcare and now you're starting mm-hmm. a nail polish company. So I want to just right. know what's going on in your brain, in your life, and you're having to mm-hmm. now figure all this stuff out, how to start a business. Yeah. The, the two things that nail polish and nursing have in common are science. Okay. And so it, you learn that certain polymers work with other things and there's formulas and percentages and, um, and things like that. So I, I'm essentially, I joke and I tell people I'm a mad scientist in my basement. Um, and it's, I believe it's it. not, it's not a lie. I have an outfit that looks like Walter White from Breaking Bad that I wear when I mix because it's not good to breathe that stuff in. Um, so, so yeah, it was basically finding suppliers and just buying small amounts of things and playing and testing and finding what I preferred and what where what weared well, what wore well, um, and things like that. So once I found what I liked, which took months, um, then that kind of gives you a narrower space to look because it can be pretty overwhelming, Mm -hmm. uh, to begin with, with all the options that are available. So, um, it just took testing and trialing and lots of tiny little bottles and lots of big messes and a husband that doesn't mind the house stinking like nail polish all the time bless his soul (laughs) (laughs) and and eventually I found what I preferred um and luckily other people liked it too so you start selling it online Mm -hmm. right you start selling it to people you work with then you start selling it online and it's Mm -hmm. really become a business of yours right you you told me it's a totally figure business. That's a legit business. Um, and so are you still making the stuff in your science lab at home or are you someone else? You're still making it. It's me. There, there are companies that will, you know, some companies you get a catalog and the swatches are in there and you buy that color and they'll put it in your bottles and they'll print your bottles and they'll do it all. Um, And so you just pick from a catalog. There are other companies that like I could send them a bottle and say, this is what I want and they'll mass produce it. But I'm a little tiny bit of a control freak and it's also fun and I enjoy it. So yeah, my, my basement has racks of glitters and pigments and nail polish base. And if, if you have a bottle of Stella Chroma, either I or my husband have put that nail polish in that bottle and I mixed it because he, he, he's not gotten that far yet. Well, I have one of the, one of my team members is a subscriber of Stella Chroma's polish of the month. And she is obsessed with it. She, she got a green color, I think this month. And she Mm. just shows me her nails every month. She, she loves the colors. Um, She is she's always been nail polish obsessed. Like she's always mm-hmm. just had nail polish all the time, but she's really obsessed with Stella Chroma. And so when did you decide to put it into a subscription, like the polish of the month? Tell us about yeah. when you decided that and how did that go and, and what's going on with that now? So I, I originally 
thought of the idea because in another uh, business group that I'm in, um, Leela Barker's Lucky Break, Break Think Tank, we have like a topic every month and we talked about subscription models one month. And a lot of the people in the group with me, they do like soap or laundry detergent or, uh, you know, more of a consumable product. And so the focus was on like, you know, if you sign up to get your laundry soap every month or every three months, get a discount. Like that's kind of what they had focused on. Um, and we had talked about like, like subscription models, like, like you have for the framed monogram box. And I thought, you know, I have accumulated a lot of glitters and pigments and things that have been discontinued that I just have small quantities of. So I don't want to put that out in a regular polish and then not be able to make that polish anymore. So originally the idea was, hey, I can do this to use up these little bits of things that I have that I can't get anymore and not have to worry about making them again. Kind of so, like exclusive, exclusive colors, yes. exclusive things, very exclusive right. VIP type of situation. Yes. And so at that point I was like, Hey, I'm going to create this subscription and I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'm going to tout that it's not getting sent to swatchers. It's not getting sent to bloggers. No one's getting it, but subscribers. Okay. And if I have leftovers, I'm no one it's, you know, it's goes in the lockbox or actually it gets disposed of like no one's getting so it. It's like retired. So you're creating yes. this big element of scarcity, which is one of the best right. things that we can do with our subscription yep. boxes. So I love the way that you did this. Yes. And and those were the ideas that I had. And then I discovered when I launched it, that, that it, you don't just put it out there and it works. Like <laughs> you have to do things. You have to do things. And so, so it, it didn't do bad. It, it did. Okay. I, I think the first month I launched, I had 14 people. And like the next month, I think I went up to 20 and then I stayed pretty stagnant there. Um, and then I can't remember how I found launch your box. It may have been through Susan Bradley and the social sales girls, mm -hmm. but I saw an advertisement for your coaching week, your $10 coaching week. And I signed up for it. And then I thought, Whoa, like, wait a minute, I can do lives and I can do other things to talk to people. And, and I basically learned through you what to do to make it more successful Okay. And last month, my monthly nail polish, my monthly mystery nail polish subscription was up to 85 subscribers. 85. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so, and you're still making all of those in your basement. Yes. Yep. And the beauty of that too, is that if it's a color that's advertised, I have to, I'm tempted to want to do nice photos and sneak peeks and this kind of thing. But the beauty of a mystery is that nobody knows what it looks like. Therefore, I don't have to worry about promoting anything beforehand. And I can, I literally go down with my number. I sit at my bench and I make the polish right away. So whatever I want to do, and it's one batch and it's done. And it's so much fun because I don't have to factor in anything really yeah. just is it there? And what do I want to put in that, in that jar right now? 
And, and they're so beautiful. I saw this one on your Instagram the other day. It's like a kind of a rustic orange with flecks in it. I'm like, it's just so pretty and it's so unique. And I love that you just get to be creative. So all Mm -hmm. those blocks of, I have to do this. I have to do this. They're all removed because you know that you're making a small batch and it's for your perfect customer. And it's for your mm-hmm. ideal customer that wants something unique and special and different. Um, and you mm-hmm. get to just create that for them. And, and you curate a very awesome experience because you have created scarcity. You have created FOMO. They don't know what they're getting. So then by the time you're mm-hmm. showing that beautiful color on the nails on your social media, I'm like, sorry, you can't get this, you know? So it's making right. them want, like, I got to get in before I can't get this, mm-hmm. whatever she shows us next month. So I really yeah. love the way that you've built it. Um, and so. So, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot more questions about that, but I want to talk about, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but uh-huh. now we've got 80, 85 ish subscribers mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, Sarah, I'm going to do this new thing. And, yes. um, I watched you really develop your idea. And then I watched mm-hmm. you use some really great marketing tactics. Um, and then you launched and you had a su- super successful launch. So something happened. You were listening to the podcast because you're an avid podcast listener of mine, which I love, but you listened to podcast episode number three, which was the very first interview that I ever did for my podcast. And that was with Ann Stuccio and she's amazing. She is a practicing dentist. Um, so instantly there was that connection for you. Like she's a practicing dentist. You're in the healthcare space together, you're professional women. And she started a subscription box for women dentists. So you're listening to this episode and light bulbs are going off for you. Tell me what was happening as you were listening to that. So originally when I joined launcher box, I, I went in with the only thought of, I'm going to learn how to do this monthly nail polish subscription, right? Mm-hmm. And then I dove into the classroom and I thought, holy moly, no, I have to, I, I need to do something else. So I, I was telling myself that I was going to do something like bath and beauty based off of Stella Chroma. And I would have a Stella Chroma polish every month. And I would feature these other, like, I wanted to do women entrepreneurs. I had it in my head, what I wanted, but it just didn't feel right. And I can't put my finger on what wasn't right about it, but I just wasn't super excited about it, but I knew I wanted to do something. So then I listened to Anne's podcast episode and I like literally was driving into work and I thought, hello, you're a nurse practitioner. And as a nurse practitioner, we are forever being shoved into another box because Mm -hmm. we're nurses. Mm -hmm. But not really, but not, I mean, but way are, more than but that. we do more. Yes. <laughs> and then we get shoved in the doctor's box, but we are not doctors and a doctor will be the first to tell you that that's the case. And honestly, we will too. So, so nothing exists for nurse practitioners. You find keychains, shirts, um, t-shirts, uh, laptop cases, you name it, and you can find things specifically for doctors or specifically for nurses, but there's nothing for nurse practitioners. And I thought, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, duh, like light bulb 
on. So I literally, or no, 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 I was coming home from work because I went in the house and I told my husband, oh my gosh. And, you know, I have this idea. And he says, well, no, um, well, there's not just nurse practitioners, there's physician's assistants too. And I said, no. And he goes, and what about men nurse practitioners? And I said, no, I said, Sarah says it all the time. The riches are in the niches. That's right. So my people are going to be women nurse practitioners. And if a PA wants to start a box, Hey, I'll help them figure it out. Like we're not talking to physician's assistants and it just flew from there. Like the ideas were coming and literally as fast as I could design things and type things and create Facebook accounts, because this is a whole new thing. And I had zero audience. Yeah. No one no, at all. Because they're not your nail polish people. Sure. No. A nurse practitioner likes, could like some nail polish, but that wasn't sure. your audience there. You're basically nope. starting a brand new business from scratch. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So am I crazy? Yes. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Um, yeah. So let's talk about curating the box. So I, so your mm -hmm. ideas start forming and right. you know ex exactly what it is to be a woman nurse practitioner. So you know mm -hmm. what you would like. So how do you start curating right. what this box would look like? Post-it note challenge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Post-it note challenge in a Trello board, just like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, literally I sat down and I planned out, um, originally, when I did, when I was thinking, when I did my first post-it note challenge, mm -hmm. I was thinking about the bath and beauty thing. So I started, I think I did like July and had six months worth of boxes planned. Um, but then that all kind of screeched and turned around and came to a whole different thing. So, so like I kept with the same themes for what I wanted to do, but I just pivoted a bit on what I was going to have in the box. Okay. Um, so I've decided that I want to have at least one um, specific to NP thing because there's no way I'm going to do a whole box with all of that. Right. Um, and then I just build the box around it. So yeah, just like you said in our training, I've got did the post-it note challenge and mm -hmm. made a Trello board and I've got some items that I've reached out to people in the launch your box um, group. Kelly Rickert did my first, um, my tumblers that I'm putting in the first box. Um, and then I've got some folks that I've connected with through other um, business groups that I've gotten things from. And then I've also used fair mm -hmm. to source some things as well. Awesome. So my, my problem now is I just, I want to get all the things all and the put things. them all in the box. And we can't and do that. Because mm -hmm. we can't, we got to be profitable as much as we want to yes. have this most amazing box and experience. The goal at the end of yeah. the day is not to do this for fun, but to be profitable. It is a business. So right. you've, you've done the work, you've planned out some boxes, you've been curating it. Um, and I know you're getting ready for launch and you've been, you've been planning this for a while. So you've had months in advance and there were some really specific things that you were doing when you were, when you had some marketing ideas, because remember yes. Pam is starting her business from scratch. She doesn't have an already built audience of nurse practitioners. She may have nurse practitioner friends, but she's not built a business audience of these people yet. So what types of things did you do? to collect these people, to bring these people into your space and, and start and collecting them in one place so that you could launch to them eventually. Sure. So the first thing that I did was I made a, a yet another Instagram account and Facebook account. Um, 
specifically for the nurse practitioner subscription box. And I have, I followed colleagues and then I peeped a look at who they were following and followed a bunch of um, other nurse practitioners that a lot of them have um, like coaching businesses and education businesses and things like that. So I started following those people and started posting on Instagram and Facebook and I got some traction, but honestly, I didn't get much from that. Um, and then I had gotten something in the mail about a primary care education um, seminar that was happening in Indianapolis, which is just a couple hours, or like an hour and some change away from me. And it's for nurse practitioners, physicians, and physicians assistants. So yes, I need continuing education to mm -hmm. keep up with my licensure, but also that would be dropping me right in the middle of a bunch of my people. It's like a building so signed up full of it. your like perfect audience, right? Like it's exactly, it's like, I got to go here. I, my people are here. I've got to figure out a way to collect them now once I get yes. there. Right. Yes. Yep. So I signed up for the conference. Um, thinking that, hey, this will get me out there. And then I kind of had another light bulb moment. I don't know where this came from. It just popped in there one day. And I thought, I'm going to get a t-shirt printed. This is ask me about the nurse practitioner subscription box. Um, so I did. And then, um, and I got that from another Lunchbox member. And then she had mentioned a tote bag so I got a tote bag made too with the logo that I had just designed quickly on Canva. Um, so I got those printed and then I made um, like a, like a three by five flyer um, that I designed in Canva uh, that said, you know, coming soon or coming this fall, the nurse practitioner subscription box. And in all of my material, I made sure to hit home hey guys, nothing, I'm one of you and nothing exists for us. So I am making this about us and we're going to celebrate the woman nurse practitioner. And on my flyer, I had a QR code that took people to my wait list that I created in Clavio. Yes, yes, you're doing all the things. I love this. I'm real good at following directions. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think... Um, Prior to the conference, I think I had gotten up to like 15 to 20 people on my list. So and let so, me just, let me just inform our listeners. If they're not part of launcher box, they might be wondering, what are we talking about? One of the first things that I encourage all of our members to do is to build a wait list. It's a way for, to collect emails onto a list of people that are telling you they're interested in your subscription box before they can actually buy the subscription box. So once we get everything set, I encourage you to build a wait list, a landing page with a wait list opt-in and get them on your list. So Pam has built her list. You have about 30 people on that list now. Now you go to the nurse mm -hmm. practitioner conference and how many people do you leave with that are on your list? Well, I left with the conference up over a hundred. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So I did that. And that's just from and you then, walking around with your shirt and your tote bag and your flyers, mm -hmm. talking to people, creating connections and just talking about your box. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
And then in addition to that, I used the training um, in the launcher box classroom from Susan Bradley mm -hmm. about how to do a Facebook ad. And what I did was I, I took the graphic that I had created for the flyer that mm -hmm. I passed out at the conference. And I just, I had posted that on Facebook and Instagram. And so I turned that that I had already made for something else mm -hmm. and repurposed it into an ad that drove more people to my wait list. Because a lot of times, I mean, they already saw it. So then when they saw mm -hmm. it on Facebook, it was recognizable to them. It wasn't some right. different graphic. It was the exact nope. logo that you were walking around the conference wearing. And it's so mm -hmm. smart because we know that the law of seven says you have to see something seven times before you make right. a purchase. They've already seen it once. Maybe they saw it every day. Maybe they saw you a couple of times during the day, but now they're seeing it in their Facebook feed. And they're like, oh yep. yeah. That's, and maybe they got to talk to Pam. I'm like, there's an awesome person I talked to at the conference. Let me click, let me click on this link. Yep. And also that was less work that I had to do because I didn't have to create a different graphic. Yeah. Like it's completely good and smart to reuse things for that purpose as well. Yeah. So, and also I had, I had set what I thought was a very lofty goal of 25 boxes for my first month. Mm -hmm. That's what I was shooting for. And I know that you had said to count on 10% of your wait list buying. So I broke a hundred and I was so excited. Mm -hmm. And then I started running the ad and things started going up higher and higher. Yep. And I and how posted, many, how many people did you have on your wait list at that time? At that time, I think I was up to about 500. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I kind of had a freak out moment where I was like, oh, cause I had already ordered stuff like okay. 25 boxes worth of stuff was in my nail polish lab in the basement. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I was talking to my husband who admitted to me after my launch that he thought this whole thing was crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking to him and I'm like, I, I feel like I maybe need to do more, but then I thought, what if I don't like, if I buy 50 worth of nurse practitioner tumblers, mm -hmm. my family's going to be getting in pee tumblers for Christmas for the next three years. Like, I think it's, a, it's a legit fear, Pam. Like everybody it has is. it. Everybody goes through that. Even I go through it, even still at this mm -hmm. stage, like how much is too much? How much is not enough? What's the perfect formula for the right amount? Mm -hmm. Because one, on one hand, you want to capture them while you have their attention. They're telling you you're interested. You want to let them buy when they want to buy, because if you wait, you might not get them later. Right. And right. on the other hand, yes. we know how much inventory costs and inventory yep. that's not sold is just like stacks of money sitting on your shelf. So there's a constant yep. fear that, okay, I'm putting a lot of money into this because I have to buy inventory and I don't know if it's going to sell. And so trying to find that magic number is hard the because sweet spot is hard. Yeah. And, and I remember I, had, I had posted cause, and I, and I'll be completely honest here. Like I knew deep down that mm -hmm. I could get 50. Mm -hmm. I knew it because I knew I was doing what I was told and you've yep. been doing this for a while and you're good yep. at this. And the people in launch your box have done it for a while and they're yep. good at it. Mm -hmm. And all of my resources, like I had good resources and I know how to run a business 
and deep down I knew I could get 50 but also I was like girl this is brand new you don't know that you can get 50 but that was the number that I was thinking about so I got to 525 I think Mm -hmm. and I had posted first I freaked out and I shut off my ad because I was like I can't have so many that people are angry at me um so I shut off my ad and I stopped posting on Instagram and Facebook and then I came to launch your box and I was like guys I'm thinking about 50 is this crazy what should I do mm-hmm. and and I had some people suggested doing just an open cart which I don't have the guts to do that because mm-hmm. <laughs> because I also didn't want to be scrambling like I've got a full-time you- job and you were working with other small businesses that had to have yes. time in their, in their schedule to make the things for you too. So you had to be right. conscious of their ability and their time and what they had on their plate as well as, as your own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if, if it went crazy and I got a hundred, I would be stuck and that would be worse. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to just do a balls to the wall, open cart, see what happens. I'm not that brave. Not yet. So I decided <laughs> not yet. Not yet. So I, so I decided to open it up to 50 Yeah, I'm glad and I, I am too, mm-hmm. because I sold 50 in, in how two long? hours, in two hours, two, two hours. hours. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, you know, Cheryl, I don't know if you remember Cheryl's story. She's on the podcast too with Yarnable, but mm-hmm. she oh, has, yes. yes. When she freaked out and she's like, I got to shut it down. I'm at 700 yes. subscribers. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we don't know. And it's the unknown that makes us doubt ourselves. And it makes us yeah. question every single thing that we are doing when maybe three days ago, we didn't question anything that we were doing. And so right. having, having that group there saying, Yes, you're not crazy for doing 50. Maybe that little reassurance. I know I saw that post and I'm like, yes, you need to do 50. Um, Just having someone to reassure you that you're not crazy and that you're on the Mm -hmm. right track and what you're doing is working. Because Pam, what I'm most proud about is that you did the things like you, you yes. did the training, you knew what to do, you did it. And then you got the results. And so many people just come in and think, Oh, I'm going to start a subscription box. Well, they don't do the things they don't do the mm-hmm. audience building. And what I even love about you is that you really thought outside of just the basic audience building steps that we talk about. You thought I'm going to immerse myself into a space that has all of my perfect person in there, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be open to it. And I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to connect with people. And what happened is you built this no like, and trust factor very quickly. You can't do mm-hmm. that behind the screen on social media as fast as you did at one-to-one at that conference. People already knew you. They had conversations with you. They got to meet you in person. They got to see that you're a real person, a real nurse practitioner mm-hmm. doing the same thing that they're doing. And so everything you did at that conference just amplified what was about to happen for your launch and then throwing that, mm-hmm. just being so smart about that, Pam, about throwing that logo in there in your ads, you just giving them another connection to who you were. And then the fact that they probably met you, Oh, that's that lady walking around with a t-shirt on that I got to talk to just solidified that. Oh, she's a legit business. Here's her business on Facebook. And, and it just, everything come together and now you sold out in two hours, 50 boxes of your nurse practitioner yep. box. Tell me what the price is of your box. $64.99 plus shipping. That's amazing. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for you. What is, yeah. what does the future look like for, 
this nurse practitioner box? Girl, I don't know yet, but mm-hmm. I'm super excited to be taking over one of my barns one day. That's okay. my goal. Over the barn. <laughs> because because in addition, in addition to being a nurse practitioner who owns a nail polish company, my we also own a small farm. And small my farm. husband, just a small one. My husband, my husband runs ours and my in-laws farm right across the road. And and I help him after work and on the weekends and things. So we're we joke about how he wants another barn in a different place configured the way he wants it configured. So I kind of offhandedly one day said, oh, well, I can, originally I was going to turn the barn that we have into the Stella Chroma barn. Mm -hmm. And I was being facetious, but I'm not quite so facetious anymore because it could totally be that you're going to need room to pack, right? You've got, it's Mm -hmm. not just little bottles of nail polish. You're packing anymore. You're packing big boxes of stuff. (laughs) And so I guess that leads me to like a question about Stella Chroma. So now that, Mm -hmm. now that you've pivoted into this new arena and you're loving it and you're passionate about it, what does that mean for Stella Chroma and all your polishes? Well, I've, I've already, so, so no one in business is going to be shocked about this one, but COVID has really messed with supply chains. And, um, I had originally, well, not originally, I'd say a year and a half ago, I sold nail polish and I've also formulated a cuticle oil formula. So I had a little twist up brush pin for cuticle oils. And then I formulated, um, a balm that you could use on your elbows or cuticles when it was really dry out. And then I formulated a sugar scrub and then I formulated a coffee scrub because I just like doing that stuff. I can see you're Um, you're like geeking out on all the scientific stuff behind this. I can see it in your face right now. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So, so I had a lot of products that I launched and they did okay. And then I realized like, this is, this is too much. Like the Stella Chroma bread and butter is nail polishes. And I do really well with my cuticle oils too. So I had chipped away at products that weren't selling as well, even though I loved them. And let me tell you, that is hard when you make a thing and you love it. It's just hard to take to it away, it but that's, yeah. but that's what you have to do as a smart business person. Yeah. Um, so I have paired back to nail polish, cuticle oils, sugar scrubs, and I had hand lotion as well. Um, and then I only offer the balm during the winter months because it melts when it's hot. So I can't ship it during summer. And so I can't get my lotion bottles anymore. Like, well, I can maybe in March if I'm lucky. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I'm, I'm picking up with this NP thing. So it's time to pair back more. Um, Focus on what's working with Stella Chroma and really drive the business to those profit-making revenue-making items, and then Mm -hmm. see what plays out with the nurse practitioner subscription box. Right. Yeah. And who knows, maybe someday I won't have to sit in my car on the lunch break anymore. I'll be talking to you I in the barn in next my time. Warehouse. Yes. Heck yeah. Yes. Heck yeah. That would be um, amazing and also terrifying. I think what it is, it's amazing to 
get to decide what you want to do, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. we do things because we have to, and, and that's, we pick a path in life and, and we go all in with it, with our school and everything. And then we get older and we, we do other things and we realize that I get to choose what I want to do. And I love that you get to choose what you want to do um, from day to day yeah. um, as you create your businesses and you watch them grow. And so I'm really, really excited to see where your future heads with all this amazing goodness coming your way. But I know there's people listening um, yes, and they say, you know, so I'm going to ask you, Pam, what advice would you give to someone that is currently working full-time because I know a lot of people are still doing it and dreaming about starting their subscription box. What advice would you give to them? The biggest thing is to know what you know and know what you don't, because when you are focused on 40 hours, 36 hours, 80 hours, whatever at your full-time job, and you've got that income, you can't do everything Mm -hmm. or maybe you can if you are you're better than me so like photography is not my skill so I have somebody that does that for me um you know I my husband has fortunately times when he's at home with nothing to do so train him how to pack up a box oh yes um so so know what you don't know how to do. I don't know how to run. Well, I do now, but I didn't know how to do Facebook ads properly. Mm -hmm. So I found a business that does it. I thought I knew how to do a subscription box, but I did not. So find a place that teaches you that kind of thing so that you know what to do. Other people have done the work. So take advantage of finding those people and learning and doing what they tell you to do. And don't try Um, to do it alone, right? Like that's the biggest lesson here. You don't have to do it alone. There are groups like LauncherBox that we get to do stuff together. There are people you can hire to do the things that you're not really good at or don't love doing. And then that gives you frees up time for you to be the mad scientist and you to do the Mm -hmm. things that you love doing when you're not, you're not great at taking pictures or don't love it. Um, and so I loved, I love that advice and, and people are listening that maybe been thinking about it for a long time. And what's your advice to just to get them going? Like, what would you say to them? Nothing's going to happen until you start doing something, you know, and it doesn't have to be a big giant, like roll out the red carpet and it's all done thing. Like I don't have business cards for the nurse practitioner subscription box. I'll get them someday. Like I don't have my inserts printed for my first box that I have sold. I'm not shipping those out for another three weeks. So it's fine. Like you don't have to have everything all in a row. You don't have to have it to get going. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. You've just, you've got to start, you've got a plan, but then you've got to start doing that plan. Yes. Yeah. Plan that sits there is no good. Right. So, um, any of our listeners that are obsessed with nail polish, where can they find Stella Chroma? I am everywhere at Stella Chroma. So my website, stellachroma.com, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, all the things it's just at Stella Chroma. Okay. And then if we've got nurse practitioners listening and they want in on all this goodness that you've got going on, where can they find you? Yes. So my website is the nurse practitioner subscription box.com, which is a mouthful. It is. Um, 
And so my, my Facebook page is that as well. My Instagram handle is the NP subscription box because my fingers got tired. Exactly. (laughs) You can find Pam all the places. Pam, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I know it's great. And I know that our listeners got a lot out of it. I hope that Pam can inspire you to just get going and figure it out as you go. Pam, thank you. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Wondering if a subscription box is right for you? Join my $10 coaching week from October 17th through 22nd. I'm going to show you how to develop your idea into a plan. Sign up today at launcherboxwithsarah.com.